Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. Thank you for playing. It's been a fun year. Well, not the last two weeks, anyways, for me. But, yes, we really appreciate it. PulpMXFantasy.com. Thanks to the folks at ProTaper for making this podcast happen. ProTaper.com. 7-8s bar, oversized bar, crossbarless bars, uh, sprockets, chains, hard parts, that type of stuff. ProTaper guys always have something cool going on. And so please check out ProTaper.com when you're looking to make your next purchase for one of those items. Also, too, we want to thank the folks at Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, Zach Osborne, wearing fly and making his season debut this weekend. Baggett wearing fly as well. Bogle in Fly Racing. Uh, also the official uh, presenting sponsor of Monster Energy Supercross, flyracing.com. 100% ride 100% uh, is the is the website and uh, you can go there and see the entire line and use the code fantasy19 to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories Moosecan, Web, Plessinger, Sealy, Dino rely exclusively on 100% goggles to see more and ride faster in the most extreme conditions thanks to Kawasaki thanks to Racer X brand and uh, yeah let's get started we got Dan Truman, Paul Barbinos, Jason Thomas on the line here we'll go over how we did in uh, Minneapolis, and how what we think is going to happen in Dallas, and yeah, talk a little bit more. So thanks for playing. Here we go. All right, everybody. Now, as promised, the experts on Pulpomex Fantasy to discuss how Minneapolis went and to look forward to Dallas, which is round two of the Eastern Series, round seven of the 450 Series, uh, brought to you by Fly Racing, ProTaper, Ride100%.com, Kawasaki, and Racer X brand. Uh, joining me on the line, Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? Not too bad. Well, depends. My fantasy team is doing horribly bad, but I'm trying to not dwell on it and uh, trying to separate myself a little bit from my loser of a fantasy team. All right. Sounds good. Uh, also on the line from ProTaper, ProTaper.com, the official bar and sprocket of the Geico Honda team, Rockstar Husky Worldwide, JGR guys, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? What's up, Steve? What's up, boys? How's it going? Uh, not good. Not good. And we'll get to that. Um, also, on the li- also on the line from Get and Athena. Dan Truman, what's up, DT? How are you? I'm good. Using the term experts on the line might be a bit much. Yeah, a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, all right, so... Former experts would be better. Yeah, it didn't, didn't go well. There, there's a lot of points to be had at an opening round of the series, uh, and I didn't get any of them. So um, <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's, let's get into this. Uh, all right, so Minneapolis, 250 class, uh, low scores... JT, I was surprised, right? Like thirty-four points, well, highest I mean, score. Scores for us? No, but for the riders too. Like, I just thought they'd be higher with the higher guys. Some guys that we didn't figure out, you know. But I guess the handicaps were pretty close. Well, I think that last week on the show, I commented that there were going to be a lot of teams with six people on them because we were all going to swing for the fences, and that's pretty much what happened. Okay. Well, Kyle Cunningham, number one rider. Well, Cunningham, Bailey, Lucercio, Osby. Marquier and Sales all had 34 points, uh, 48% pick trend for Josh Osby, which was uh, really, really high. Uh, after that, it was Hartraft at 30, Wharton at 30, Cartwright 28. Uh, and as I said, if you want to go for pick trends, uh, Osby number one, Justin Cooper after that, Blake Wharton after that, Jace Pennington after that, and then Forkner, uh, the all-star, um, uh, was it. And I had three out of the top four pick trends. And that wasn't a good thing, everybody. So when will you people stop looking at my expert picks and, and, and go the opposite? Because it's been two weeks in a row that I have absolutely sucked. Um, I had Blake Wharton. I liked Wharton. Um, thought he was going to be good all day. Uh, looked good. He's a seven handicap. And honestly, he rode him. He was dead, dead last in the main event. And JT, you had him too. And he rode himself into double points. Nice work, Blake Wharton. 
Like he did. Yeah. It, it could have got ugly. Good job by him. Yeah. Um, so he wrote himself into double points late in the race. Um, I had Josh Cartwright. I liked Cartwright uh, qualifier. Uh, I think he's a good rider. He's a ten handicap. I took him twenty eight points. Uh, I'll take that. Not not awesome, but um, you know, not so bad. He faded late in the race, which which made me angry. All star. I did what I always do. I took an all star that gave me some room. Uh, so Justin Cooper was my pick. He was at five. He looked terrific in practice all day, which made me even more confident. Like I I, I was just like. His, as honestly, his third in the main event was you know, obviously got Amart late in the race, but so he maxed out at twenty six. Good job for Justin Cooper. And my fourth pick, thirty eight percent pick trend, Jace Pennington, who was in an in a fifteen handicap. He was in an LCQ battle that was absolutely amazing. Uh, unfortunately, he got fifth. Uh, but so um, he was thirty eight percent pick trend. He was the highest rider. Yeah, to, to highest picture and rider to not get in the main event. Uh, Joey Crown was 4%. Marshall Welton was 4%. Uh, they didn't get in the main event either. So um, that was, yeah. Lots of you got bit by Jace Pennington. And um, so, yeah, I, I understand totally. Um, 450 team for me. By the way, uh, let's go through what we scored. I guess I forgot to do that. Uh, I got 170. Uh, yeah, 170. Uh, Dan, what'd you get? 184. JT? 170, and I was going to say one, yeah, 170. It uh, sucks. I'm not, I'm not happy right now. I'm uh, having a hard time. Paul? 200. Congratulations, Paul. You're the winner out of us four, which is great. So, right. Super. Yeah, exactly, right? Uh, all right, 450 class. Um, Savachi, number one fantasy guy. I couldn't pick him. Um, he was 46 points. Uh, Herline was next, 46 points. Justin Brayton after that, 42. And there was a lot of debate between Seeley and Brayton, and I was really going back and forth between them. And uh, I went with Brayton, so he got 42. Cheyenne Harmon, 42. Casey Brennan, 38. Harmon and Brennan had less than 1% pick trend, so nobody really benefited from them. A-Ray was next. Kyle Chisholm, the cat. Chad Reed after that. Uh, and uh, pick trends for the 450 class. Savachi was number one at 38%. A-Ray, 36 Cooper Webb, 32. People like that. Uh, Cooper Webb at, at a four uh, all-star, and he paid off. Uh, then it was Baggett, Brayton, and Chiz. Then Adam Entignap. We'll get to him. Uh, Bowers, Seeley, Tomac. Um, and I had I had Brayton, 42 points. I uh, liked him all day. He didn't get one. He missed one practice, but I thought at the handicap two, he would be, he'd be a solid pick on that track. No weather. You know, no issues that way. So he paid off 42 points. I had A-Ray. Uh, he had a crappy San Diego, so his handicap went up. And that's a time, like Paul says, that you're always ready to, to pick guys. And he got his season best 16th on the year, so 36 points for A-Ray. Uh, my all-star was Blake Baggett, and it was looking tremendous. He had a six handicap, and again, give myself some room. I was all maxing out. It was a done deal until four laps to go or whatever, and he went absolutely over the bars, and so did, along with my fantasy team. And uh, my last guy was Adam Entignap. The 97 looked good all day. He looked like a, he told me he worked with his mental coach this week. He, he, he was top of the board in the unseated practices. He beat the cat. He beat these other guys in times. He looked tremendous. A-Ray passed him, I think, with two laps to go in the heat to grab the last spot, and I told A-Ray on Monday's Pulp Mech show that that was a, a real loser thing to do. And then Tignap, then the LCQ, he started from the outside for some reason because he had pulled a good start in the heat, even though he was racing against inferior guys. So he didn't get a good start, 
And then it was just a shit show from there. And Adam Ecknap, folks, got me. Uh, he also got 23% of you people. So uh, that was my 170 score. Uh, JT, let's start with you. How did you end up with 170 also? Well, I'll tell you, Steve. Uh, I ended up with six people on my team. Yeah, that's, um, as did I. Oh. Yep, that's not great odds for uh, scoring highly. And I'll tell you, Jace Pennings 10 was painful. Um, gosh, what a horrible two qualifying races to watch from him. Uh, the last chance was, I mean, for him not to get in and all that carnage when he didn't crash, is, it's almost inexcusable. Um, <laughs> but the guys I had on my team did okay. And, and I mean, not even great. So my all-star was Jordan Smith. He killed it. Great job from him. Um, he even in adversity with the heat race and everything, he got it done. 26 points. Mitchell Falk crashed twice, uh, which really hurt. He only got 11 points. Um, before he, he cr- before he crashed though, he, he was killing it in points, right? He was he up was. in eighth or something. Yep. Then he yep. crashed. Right. Then he passed back into double points. Oh, he did. Then he, yeah. <laughs> then he crashed all by himself, trying to get out of Jordan's way. I saw that uh, one. Yes. Yeah. So, so he relegated him. He made it back up to double. I didn't realize this. Okay. He did. Yep. yep. He did. And then yeah, Pennington was my fourth, which which we know how that went. Oh. So pretty awful for okay. fifty. Let me ask you this: Why did you stay away from Osby? Because I did too, and I just heard Paul's voice in my head the whole time. But why did you stay away from Osby? Um, just at a seven, I didn't think there was enough value there because to me like he rode really well right but yeah. if he crashes or anything doesn't go his way i'm basically gambling i felt i was gambling with anybody like that like a pennington or osby or uh hunter sales or anybody like that and osby's better than those guys but he's yeah. he's crashed a lot in the past so i still felt like you were gambling and to me i would rather gamble with a huge payoff than okay. one you know because i felt like osby would probably get somewhere if he if he didn't crash, he would get somewhere between ten and fifteen, which would have would have been a good score. But there's obviously the other side where he doesn't make the main event. He went to the LCQ, so yeah. it wasn't a shoe in. Yeah, and then you know um, obviously we were wrong, but I just yeah. didn't think there was enough value in the gamble. Paul, I just heard your voice. Everybody zigged, so I'm going to zag because I knew with that qualifying time and his handicap, everyone was going to be on Osby, and 48 percent of you were, Paul. So I that was my strategy. Didn't work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I'll get into my choice. Right, 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 right. But I just later, I but... want you to know that I, I heard your voice in my head with Osby. So, uh, <laughs> uh, all right, JT, who else for 450s? Uh, I had Brayton. That was a good one. He uh, finished fifth. That was 42 points. So that was probably my best pick of the of the day and night. Um, and he was on my team all week. So he's a 25% yeah. pick trend. So it wasn't like I was some genius there. Uh, Kyle Chisholm, I had. He scored 34 points. He was a 24% pick trend. So kind of the same deal. Marvin was my all-star. Uh, he got 23 points, um, which is okay. Uh, I was hoping to get 26 out of him, but um, I can live with 23. And then, obviously, the uh, the tough one was uh, the seven-deuce-deuce, now 97, uh, <sighs> Adam Entignap, and he should have qualified both times and qualified at neither. Um, so I'm pretty much done with that. I think I'm <laughs> done with uh, picking Entignap before the season. Have you picked him before? Uh that was my first. That was go my first this year. And yes. I think I'm a one and done. Right. That was my first as well. I, I I said to him, "Why did you start out there in the LCQ? Like, yes, it worked in the heat, but it wasn't great. And now you're racing against shittier guys." He's like, yeah. "Dog, I pulled it, dog." And I'm like, "Yeah, no, you but didn't. 
but we didn't. You didn't. Well, he's talking about the heat, and I'm like, oh. I'm just like, no, no, he didn't pull anything in the heat either. It's, not, it's a whole shot. He just, yeah, not really. You don't get. You don't come around fifth and say you pulled a whole shot. You you never give up a good gate pick. No matter whatever, I, I, I'm with don't. you. I'm with you. I, I just don't know why he did yeah. that. I don't know why he thought that. Oh yeah, I'll just do that. That move, exact move, will work again on the outside. So he did it. He did it in the heat race out of necessity. Yes, hundred you know percent. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. yeah um, so what about my bag at All Star Pit, guys? I mean, looking great and just cartwheeling like good God. Um, all right, Paul, who'd you have? So two fifty class. Um, uh, I tried to. There was obviously a lot of 16 handicaps that were going to work or could work. It was just so much of a crapshoot for me, and I had never seen them all race raced in a year, you know, being the first round. So I kind of went more safe in 250 class. I avoided Pennington because I knew everyone was going to be all over him. I even texted you, Steve, and told you I was terrified of picking him. Um, he just... To me, he's a guy that's better at putting in laps in practice than he is at racing, mm-hmm. um, where there's plenty of guys that are the opposite. John Short is a guy that's not good at putting in laps, but he's a very good racer. So I avoided him for that reason because I just thought it was it couldn't work out. So um, we'll get into our picks later, but I almost think I have to pick him based on my like, game flow because I can pick him next weekend because 38% of the league picked him last weekend. So anyway, I avoided him. I went with more solid guys, I thought. So I had Mitchell Falk, which JT spoke about him already, and I thought he was going to be a great pick. And Jordan Smith shouldered him and put him on the ground. I I thought that he fell from the contact. Um, so that didn't work out very good, but he's I think he'll be a great pick next weekend. I did go with Wharton. Wharton didn't quit, and he made he salvaged, and it, he obviously could have gotten a lot more points, um, but still a decent pick. And then I did go with Osby. Um, just from what I said last week, I think Osby is – yeah, two years of experience now. I think he's just head and shoulders better than a lot of other guys that kind of are in his handicap range because he's been um, he's still improving, and I think he's solidifying himself as a better type guy now. So um, have a, after having to go to the LCQ and start in the back, which is not kind of his kind of game flow, I guess he's he's really yeah. usually very quick to start. Um, uh, he still put up a fair amount of points, so that was okay. And then my all-star was Cooper. So I did have four guys in the 250 main, which was huge and uh, very important to contribute to my score, I thought. So a lot of guys obviously missed full gate there. And then 450 class, um, just looking at overall combined times, there was just so many 16s that were in the 20 to 25 range that I felt this was the night that some of those guys are going to get in. And it's very – my kind of theory with those 16s is is – you're better off going all in and, and getting a few of them than trying to pick the one that's going to make it. Cause oftentimes you'll just pick wrong. So I think a lot of guys, a lot of players or users did that and they just went with Entignap or, um, you know, seven deuce deuce and he obviously didn't make it. And but, but Paul, he was so. riding well, his times were, he was 1.6 seconds better than anybody in one of his practices. Oh, I, I get that. He's on my team. I, I oh, picked him. Okay. But I also, I also picked Herline and Cantazero which are both 16s, and they happened to make it, and uh, Entignap didn't. So it wasn't awful for me. So I had Herline. He scored 46. Cantazaro. Okay, so I don't know what happened in the main event. I, I took Herline. Sorry to interrupt, but I'm just kind of – I took Herline off my team because I heard – someone told me, dude, he can't do any laps. He's ter- he's not in shape. Like, he's terrible, and, and like, as far as that goes. He's just a one-lap guy. Is that – do you know that about him? I don't, I don't know. I don't know much about the I, kid, but I didn't. I didn't hear that. But I mean, a, a four. I, 
I looked at heat race lineups and I thought maybe there was a chance of a heat race, but um, in the back of my mind, I knew I was going to have guys in the LCQ, but I mean, even if you can't do a lap, I think they can do four or five laps, which an <laughs> LCQ is. So, okay. um, you would hope at least, but he's raced before many times and he's really good on 250. I, I just thought he was due. And like I said, it, when there's so many 16s that are possible, when you, uh, when there's a night where guys don't show up like Politelli and Brees and whoever the heck else Hill. didn't show up, yeah. you know, that wasn't there and there's room. I just think it's better to go for more of those six teams, and maybe you get super lucky and get them all in. But well, if you pick one, I just think typically you're not going to get the one in. Going with Herline, the cat, and then Dignap is ballsy. Ballsy. Yeah, absolutely it was. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and, for you, and like I, mean, I said, I mean, awesome. yeah. I was on Brayton, I was on Alex Ray, uh, but then I also, in my head, was thinking I need to do something different. So I did something different, and I avoided Brayton and A-Ray, and they both paid off. So it didn't work fully, but it was yeah. okay. Well, I, did, I, even t- I did something different. I missed. I skipped Osby and went with Pennington. I did something different, too. So yeah. that was great. Yeah, so um, all-star Cooper Webb. I had Cooper Webb. Um, yep. I looked at his heat race, and I thought his heat race was really easy. I thought he would win his heat race, so I thought he'd go to the main event with a uh, good gate pick. And so I picked him to lead the first lap as well. Oh, um, and oh I wow. Seven there because, uh, yeah, it's my kind of, I think it's the, maybe the first time I've done it all year. I'm not even sure I did it at the Triple Crown. Um, but I almost had that correct. Joey beat him to the finish line. But, um, but yeah, I just, I just, I just thought with how Cooper was in practice, how his heat race looked, I thought for mm-hmm. sure he'd crush his heat race, which he did. And I thought that would give him a good shot to hold shot in the event. And I was almost correct, but so I lost seven there. But okay, a, a decent weekend. It sounds like a decent weekend compared to you guys at least, but it wasn't compared to the rest of the game. Four, 4.3% of the 19% of people who picked 450 lap leaders got Joey right. That's also ballsy, everybody, if you pick Joey to lead a lap and you got it right. 4%, yeah, that's gnarly. Yeah. Wow. Um, all right, Dan? Four, that's 4% of the 19%, so yes. it's like two people got it right. Yeah. Um. All right, Dan? So I actually put in a lot of effort this week. We were all pitted in the tunnel, so I had a little bit more time. Paul did help me with uh, screenshotting some times for me um, because I don't get to see the 250 times. Here's why I picked Osby and Pennington. I'm walking the track, and the that team, the traders, whatever they call themselves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> traders Club MX, yes. Yeah, I support those guys, and I'm talking, kind of talking to Skip or whatever. And I hear the mechanic say, this is the exact track we have at the house. And I'm like, oh, boy, that's good news. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, weather conditions, obviously the dirt's a little bit different. But sure enough, they both go out and get good times. And in the back of my head, I'm going, okay, are they good? Or is it because they kind of already know the, the track layout? So I go talk to Skip, and Skip's like, they're good. Like, they're both good. You know, he, I tell him that I play fantasy, obviously, and he's like, he's like, no, they're good. Uh, Pennington's made a couple mains before. Obviously, Osby, yeah. you know, the best he's kind of ever been. And um, so they were always on my team. I was never taking them off. Um, we know what happened to Pennington, but Osby paid off really well. And then my all-star was Jordan Smith. I was always on the Jordan Smith bandwagon. I thought he would be a podium. He's podium there the last three years. And then um, I was with LaCrucio. I stuck with him. He didn't qualify well. Uh, he didn't make it out of his heat race. But all day I have Amart over here who is in the pits with me going, man, LaCrucio is faster than me during the week. And I'm like, how is the guy so slow at the races? But he's faster than you, you know. But Lorenzo ended up paying off. So 
three of my four guys were really good. Lorenzo got 34, mm-hmm. Osby 34, which was the top score, and Jordan maxed out. So I made that one mistake with Pennington, but like I said, I was never not picking him. Did uh, you get a chance, a... Dan, to watch that for the LCQ? Uh, I watched it with Amart, and it was... it was actually pretty funny watching it with Amart because he was so confused of why they were all crashing all over the place. <laughs> and um, we didn't think Lorenzo was going to get in because he was cheering for Lorenzo. Obviously, yeah. they ride together. And at one point, Lorenzo was in 10th. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, on the sc- At least on the timing board, he was 10th that we were watching. Um and then there was a big pile up, and then uh, Crown like went off of a berm or Lane, something. Lane Shaw got run over by fourteen guys. <laughs> yeah, and then next thing you know, Lorenzo was in fourth. So uh, I didn't think he was even going to get in. So I, I got a little lucky there. But I know a lot of people in our group text picked Hunter Sales, and and a few picked Chase Marquier, and I just was never. I kind of was set on my team all day. So on, on the two fifty side, so I, I'm I'm okay with it. Obviously, four you have to have four guys in. And I think if you can pick Pennington this weekend, I think you have to pick him. I'm going to be so mad at Pennington if he get. I'm going to be furious if Pennington just rides himself right into the main event. He'll get in probably right out of the heat. So I seen he came in the mechanics area in the heat race because Lars and I were in the next heat and we're like, oh sweet, there's our there's our Tennessee guy, and he was just in the mechanics area lap one. I'm like, what are you doing? Go. Uh, As well as Osby, he crashed on the start. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that or not, Paul, but he was down. He had a broken fender and in the heat race so but um and then in the 450 class i uh I, this is where i made a mistake i took brayton off my team but like paul i was either going all in with 16s or i was going brayton seely uh yeah. the brayton seely route and like paul i looked at the lineup and i seen i got a lot a lot of guys like Politelli and hill and Brees, and those guys were out and i was like you really got to assume that Seven Deuce Deuce is going to get in and some of these other guys. So I pulled Brayton and Seeley and I put in Herline and Seven Deuce Deuce. So obviously Seeley only got Seeley got 26 and and Brayton 42. So it 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 went against, you know, yeah. it wasn't the right move this way. Paul Paul worked out for. <clears throat> um but her line was scary, and then I kind of walked over there. I didn't. I found out it was his hometown race, so if he was going to make one, it was it was going to be this one. I thought so. That was my wow. that was my theory on that. So three out of four of us had seven deuce deuce, correct? Or all of us did? I, I think we all did. We all, Paul. We all did. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Yep. We all did. Yeah. A Ray was my other guy. He was kind of on my team all week. My original right. team was A Ray, uh, Blake Baggett was my all star, like you, Steve. Oh, I thought he was a good pick. Talk about it. I mean, he only got eight points, but he was going to max out. So <clears throat> um, that was that was a uh, first lap. Ray was my safe pick. First lap leaders, Dan? No, I, I didn't go first lap leaders. I didn't know anything enough about the 250 guys because I didn't really get to see him ride much all day. And uh, and then in 450, I was actually going to pick Roxon, so I would have got it wrong <clears throat> just because right. the start's been the same as Phoenix. Yeah, it's actually the same layout again this weekend as Phoenix too, which is strange that um, we're doing this. But can I, I want to thank I want to publicly thank Paul and Dan for paying up on the fifty dollar bet that Peters would beat Amart. Never came close. Never came close in qualifying. Never came close at any point at the night at all. Which is exactly why I couldn't believe both of you wanted to take bet me fifty dollars. So thank you. Give me thank give you. me Amart versus Marty this weekend for fifty. Ooh. We'll get to Marty. Uh, we'll see. Um, okay, so Dirty Al Green, our 100% lead pipe block of the week. Uh, JT, you had Blake Wharton. 
in 250 class and yep. Cole Seeley in 450s. So Seeley crashed. Uh, probably would have been a good one, but he fell down. Um, I didn't pick either one. And Dan, you had Jimmy Weeks and Seven Deuce Deuce. Neither made the main. Perfect. <laughs> Paul, you had Jimmy Weeks and Joey Savacci. False. I did not. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Dirty Al Green (laughs) is is either incompetent or... No, he's he's wrong. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) Which which one? Which one is wrong? How does this keep happening? Uh, Dirty Al Green is wrong. Why would I have James Weeks as my all-star? Well, you have Jimmy Weeks. Or whatever his name. Well, it says James on the damn side. I know. So you're you're disputing Dirty Al. Yep. Uh, green. Yep. Yeah, oh. dirty out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, someone needs to pull some audio because we can't keep having these controversies. On I this. think I, re- I think I remember picking weeks and Paul going. I agree with what Dan's saying, talking about like some of the bigger handicaps, but I don't think you picked weeks. I don't even think you know who weeks is. Um, dir- I thought I was on Osby as my lead pipe. Dirty Al Green is also mocking us because his notes are Dan was big on the Curcio, but switched to Weeks at the last minute. So also mocking Dan. So um, I was big on the Curcio. Right. I picked. Oh, no, I know. Yeah. So. Uh, my locks uh, were Joey Crown as he flew through the air off a of berm. I was impressed with Joey Crown all day. Like I was never picking him after practice. Right? Like right? You guys? Like were you thinking no. he'd be better? Never. I mean, I thought I thought no. he'd be better. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, and Brayton was my four fifties, which. Uh, which actually did a good job for Killed Britain. It. So, um, all right, let's get into our picks for uh, where we're we going. Dallas this weekend. Uh, thanks to Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. The Formula helmet is out now. And uh, you want to talk about a premium high end helmet that tries to protect you in low speed, high speed. Uh, the Formula is it. And a uh, fantastic thing. I've ridden with it a few times and I love it absolutely. So please check it out. The Formula helmet. Zach Osborne wearing Fly Racing and making his season debut. This weekend in Dallas, he'll have the formula on as well as some Rockstar uh, racing fly gear. So thanks to those guys. Uh, ProTaper, ProTaper.com, Geico Honda, Rockstar, or Rockstar Husky Worldwide, JGR guys all running uh, ProTaper. And please check them out on the web. They got sprockets. They got bars, 7 eighths, oversized bar, crossbarless bars, uh, whatever you want. Uh, a lot of hard parts from the folks at ProTaper. Good change as well chains as well from the folks at ProTaper. Uh, also, too, 100%, ride100percent.com. Fantasy Fantasy 19 is the code to save at checkout. 25% on all casual apparel and accessories. 100% goggles are crafted from the finest materials to provide racers with the highest level of functionality and accurate vision, but they offer a lot more than goggles. There's a massive line of casual stuff, ranging from ultra-technical athletic wear to officially licensed Geico team merch. 100% has something for everyone on and off the track. Fantasy 19 is the code to save. Uh, with those guys, also, too, we want to thank uh, the folks at Kawasaki for giving us the bikes. Uh, two KX250s, one KX450 we are giving away this year on Pulp MX Fantasy. And uh, looking forward to that. Thanks to those guys, of course. And also to RacerX Brand. Uh, use code Pulp MX when you save. Uh, they make got a lot of cool casual wear, a lot of vintage stuff they're making. They're remaking vintage shirts and things like that that are really sweet. So use the code Pulp MX when you check out at racerxbrand.com. All right, let's get into... Dallas, uh, we have. So, Osborne, JT, right? We're pretty much sure he's back. Yep. Um, he will be back. Justin Hill, Dan, pretty much for sure. Yep, he'll be back. Uh, Ryan Brees is back. He had to go to Europe. So, Ryan Brees will be back for the Cycle Trader team. Chris Blose and Scott Champion are jumping up into the 450s. So, five guys right there, and I'd say four of them are locks for the main, Paul. Would you agree? Um, Osborne locks for the main. Osborne Hill, Brees, and Blos. Yeah, Osborne Hill, 
and Belos are locks for the main. I would say Brees is not okay. All right. Um, so no. keep an eye on that, everybody. When it comes to when it comes to making your selections, um, let's get into so the Marty thing. Two fifties for Dallas. The Marty thing. Who's who on this line knows Marty the best? Probably you, Dan. Paul Paul worked with him for a lot. I mean, I talked to him probably probably the most, but yeah. Okay. What the hell was going on with Marty? Like, he didn't show his speed. He qualified seventh. He obviously had a bad main event. Amar took him down. Then he crashed later on. He might have had some bike problems. I don't know if Marty I is Marty ba- is Marty normal or is is yeah, Marty bad? He's fine. He's fine. He told me Saturday morning or Friday night, whenever we were talking, that he just wanted to get out of uh, the first race and make it to the second race. That was his goal. Uh, he did that. I think he obviously wanted a better result, but uh, he was never, I mean, I don't want to say he was trying to win, but he, his goal, he said, was to get top five out of the first race, wow. realistically. Um, he, de- he never really did have speed. Uh, like, no. You know, they were really close in times, but he was never on the top of the board or any of that stuff. Um, they did change an engine after practice or after practice or the heat race, and he said that there was an issue. Um, I don't know what the issue was. I think it was some kind of clutch, clutch adjustment or something in the main event. His bike was creeping, and okay, that, so that was what the issue was, I believe. If Marty is Marty, give me that zero handicap, JT. Right, all day. I think you have to, but what if I, he's not I'm, Marty? Uh, excuse me. What if he's not Marty? What if he just well, that's gets? I'm worried about. What if he I, just I, gets a seventh? That's not good I enough. I in practice first. If he gets seventh, fine. That's all right. I mean, that's that's good points. Uh, you take that. All right. Well, Listen, Marty's the lock of the week. Like, let's stop beating around the bush. <laughs> well, apparently, Dirty Al Green can't. You know, depends on if if Amart's going to take him out or not. No, he's he's going to be on all of our teams. He's going to be the lock of the week for all of us. What does he have to no, do? I, what does he have to do in practice for you to pick him? Like, uh, is, if he's seventh again, do we all pick him? I no? do. Yep. Yeah? Okay. Paul, you're going to not pick him? You're not going to put him on your team necessarily? No, no, no. I'm picking him. I just don't believe he scores the most points of anybody. Yeah, available. You're, like, you're he's right. not my lock. Okay. Yeah, but there are some other. Yeah, well, I we'll, kind of we'll, retract we'll, that statement. Al Green's probably wrote, already wrote me down. Okay, for, well, Al, dirty Al. <laughs> dirty Al. Put, put, put the pen down. That is not Dan's lock. Um. <laughs> Okay, so let's get into it then. So Marty at a zero, he's fine. We'll just go with that. We'll, we'll, we'll assume Marty's going to rebound. Um, all right, we'll, we'll we'll start with JT. Who do you like? Well, I've got a little tentative team here in the spirit of the expert picks, which is we're really loose term right now. Uh, I like Chris Blos. I think he makes the main. He's been really okay, good this out is, west. This is two fifty. This is two fifties. We start with Marty. We were we were talking four fifties there for a minute. My bad. Uh, so two fifty. Um, I'm going to go Warden. I stayed away from him last week, and luckily he crashed on the first lap, so I still have some value there. He only went from a seven to a six with his fifteenth place finish. Uh, so I'm going to take him. I think at his home race, I think he'll be good. And and he rode really well. His heat race was really strong. And then you know first lap crash helped me quite a bit for my pick. Uh, I'm going to go Marshall Welton. He was the fastest of the really borderline guys last week. He did not make the main. We know. Yeah. Uh, uh, but he was he was riding really well. So it was, I think it was more. You th- you thought he was riding really well? Yeah. He can ride. Okay. He can ride so much better than that too. Yeah, like I fully agree with JT. 
I was underwhelmed by Marshall Welton. I thought he'd be better. I had a higher bar. Well, yeah, of course. He didn't make the main. Everybody thought he would be better, Steve. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think he firmly belongs in that main event, and honestly, pretty easily. You just you can't crash and run people over and do all the things he was doing. So I'll go Welton, and then I'm going to go Marty. Pending practice, if mm-hmm. he looks like Minneapolis Marty, I may go a different direction because I didn't like what I saw at all. Uh, and then my All Star, I'm going to go Sexton because he crashed and still got fifth. Uh, and honestly, I think he'll be a shoe in for the podium as long as he doesn't crash again. Yeah, Sexton, yeah, I think all-star, I agree. Sexton showed great speed. Um, and poise, too. I mean, he got up from yep. a crash, and yep. I mean, he's he's the class of this field, right up there with, I think, the the guys that are winning, right. you know, one or podium at Minneapolis. So, um, Can I get a John Short update, Paul? Yeah, um, he'll be on my team. He'll be on a Honda, um, and he'll be at Dallas, <laughs> and he's on my team. And it's a hometown race for him, right? He's a Texas guy, so. Yeah. Uh, yep. Okay, so. Paul, who do you like? Uh, I agree with JT on the All-Star. I like Sexton. Um, I also like Jordan Smith. I think Jordan Smith was phenomenal at Minneapolis, considering how many things went wrong or went against his kind of flow. Um, He persevered and and had a good ride, so I think uh, that's a good All-Star as well. Um, So one of those two will be on my team based on how practice goes. By by the way, way, Craig is out for this weekend. He'll be out for a few weeks, everybody. That's a bummer. Um, moving, moving down the list. Yeah. John shorts on my team. He Mm -hmm. had issues with his Yamaha in Minneapolis and just, and and didn't even get a chance to qualify. So, um, but he's tricky. Uh, he might not end up on a lot of people's team because I guarantee you he doesn't qualify in the top 10 and he's an eight. So it doesn't look him, make him look super attractive, but he is a a racer. And if he's in the top 20, I'll pick him. Um, because I think, uh, at the end of the main event, he'll be there and he belongs in the main event. He'll be there. So I, yeah, he's on my team. Um, I do like Marty. Um, I agree with JT. I like Wharton. I can't pick him. I had him last week, but again, he only went down to a six, so I think that's a good pick. He's capable of putting up a lot of points. Um, I like Mitchell Falk. I can't pick him. I took him last week, but he actually went the other way. He went from a five to a six, so I picked him at a five, so I definitely think uh, he's a good pick at a six. It just didn't go well for him, and I think he's... Do you feel... I feel like I feel like Falk's a five to ten guy. Right, like all day, and then I wouldn't say yeah. all day five to ten, but I think he's a I think he's a eight to twelve guy. All okay, day. that's where I'm at. Okay, yep, all right, that's where I'm at. Um, I have Jace Pennington highlighted, but it pains me honestly. Um, again, I think maybe I have to consider him because so many people took him, and I can take him now, and now he's at a sixteen. So we'll see how practice goes. I'm not sure how much practice means to me on for him um i'll look at the heat race lineup for him and and that'll kind of be my my justification i think um huge hugely in agreement with jt on marshall wilkin um i think he's he just was a bit nerve nerve wracked all weekend um he has much more speed and fitness he didn't get a chance to show his fitness even but i think um at a 14 he has the he is capable of finishing 14th and getting 52 points so um i think he'll be a guy that's on my team for sure um, uh, Dustin Winter, I'll talk about him again just because he didn't make the main, <laughs> but he was in the mix, and he's a guy that's going to practice slow, And but I think he's going to get better as his first round, and uh, he's been pr- this is a question I have for JT, too, which we'll, we'll, I'll bring up later about champion in the 450 class, but there's a track in, you know, where a lot of these Texas guys practice, Winter and Short and Champion, they're practicing on a Dallas replica. 
to me, I don't think it makes much of a difference. But, JT, does that make a big difference if you're practicing on a track that's identical to what you're going to race on? It helps. Um, I, I think it does help, yeah. It just depends on if they build it exactly to the specs you have yours and the dirt and all that. But I don't think there's a way it doesn't help some. It's just how much. Okay, Paul, so they were maybe it's just the, a Go ahead. What they were saying on track walk about them having the same replica was he went out and did all the jumps right away. Like he just did all the rhythms without kind of second guessing himself, I think, which gave him a good time, you know, Pennington and Osby good times in the first practice, which is confidence for these guys, you know. I think that's where maybe it helps. You know, they know the rhythms. They know which they know what the you know, what the rhythm's gonna be, whether it's two three or three two or stuff like that. That's where I think it helped. Yeah, and I'll agree with you guys. I think confidence, if anything, will help. So, And maybe that helps just get your day going quicker. You learn the track quicker. You have a better practice time, a better gate pick. So that can't snowball. So I guess I guess my thought on it would be it, it, does, it definitely doesn't hurt. So all these Texas guys, being a hometown race with all your friends and family there and you want to do well in front of them and also having a replica track to practice on, I don't think any of that hurts. So you have to think it's going it, to it, – it, those are the things in fantasy that can, you know – what about um, can be positive? So, what about James Weeks? Your last week's hundred percent lead pipe lock of the week, Paul. I don't. He wasn't my lock, so I won't answer that question. <laughs> um, keep an eye on on uh, Lane Shaw. He's fine. He got run over, but he's fine. Um, hometown race also for Lane, and he could sneak it in there. Um, Dan, as a Lorenzo fan. How do you feel about his four? I still think it's pickable, but I believe there's a lot of great picks. Better better ones? Four more points, yeah. Okay, all right. So Lane Shaw always puts himself in a bad spot. I don't get it. In the heat race, yeah. he was in. He got taken out. It, last year, I remember he was in on the last lap, and he like, runs off the track. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the, we've seen what happened in the LCQ. I don't understand if it's just he's not aware of what's around him or what, but I agree he could get in. Uh, I agree with a lot with JT and Paul said. You could go two ways on this. You could go a pretty crazy team and go Welton. I still think Weeks is good. I know he's in really good shape like Welton. He underperformed from what I thought he would do. Um, you could pick guys like that. Or you could go safe and pick Marty. Uh, Sexton is my all-star right now. I think he's a great all-star as well as Jordan Smith if you can't pick Sexton. And then you could pick guys like Pennington. I think you have to pick Pennington if you can pick them. You know what I mean? So somebody like Paul could have Pennington, Welton, and John Short on his team, right? I'm going to lose my mind if Pennington gets in. Pennington's going to get in. Oh Probably. My God. I might have to pick him just because I know it'll upset Steve. I just I can't <laughs> believe it. Yeah, I will, for, be, I will be upset. For me right now, my four are Chase Sexton, Welton, Marty, and Mitchell Falk. Those are my four on a Wednesday that's, that I have That's on. my team, too. Yep. Davalos, yeah. Welton, Sexton, and Falk. Yeah, I like those guys right now, but we'll look at qualifying, and, I mean, I think you'll have to pick some of these bigger handicaps if you want to do good, if you want to move up in the standings. Yeah. I think you have to pick, you know, Weeks. And um, Redman yeah. was in in the LCQ at one point. I know JT knows a little bit about him, and, and he had a big crash. I don't know if he's okay or not, but he was pretty decent all day. I can't. Who was that? Uh, Redman. Redman. Oh, Redmond, yeah, didn't look didn't look great. He crashed pretty good. I can't stress enough that Covington at a two is unpickable. <laughs> Why? Just he, that's double point Why? last week. 
I, I know, but I think he got really lucky. How do you like, get lucky? You don't. You don't get lucky finishing eleventh. I, 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 in my opinion, I, I mean, I mean DNF other it, than it, Marty, he that looked, you would he say looked he got lucky. Terrible in the whoops. Marty what? Marty should have beat him, which would knock him back. Um, okay, that's twelfth. I just. Holy that was smokes. his first Supercross. I know, but Dan, you're Paul. You oversold him. Like I think you're overstating. You, super lucky, dude. What did he qualify? The, who cares? He's a racer. Oh, okay, so now we don't care about where he qualifies, and we don't care that he got into the ninth spot on the last lap of the, but, uh, of the heat. What uh, my point is is the main event is like 16 minutes. That's where he's going to shine. I wow. I don't think he's going to get worse at his second race than he was at his first race ever. Wow. He was so nervous, guys. He was in our little yeah. area back there, Steve, in the tunnel we had. The guy was so nervous. He just wanted to qualify. He just didn't want to like embarrass himself, like. He, he didn't ride like himself. I I agree that he maybe underperformed what we thought, but I mean I never thought he was going to battle with the top five guys. No, I would I would I would have said he is going to be five to ten. Mm, I think he'll be. Well, yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean I I, I, have said that. I I think he will be better though. He's he was bad in the whoop. He was, he was bad. Really bad. You know where you know where he makes an appearance on my team. Daytona. Daytona. When? Where? Daytona. Oh, Daytona. Daytona. Yeah, yeah. He's probably yeah. going to be on my team. Do you see how many jumps was at Daytona on the track map, though? I, I don't know. Yeah, Red Bull straight jumps. Um, but to say unpickable is crazy talk. Unpickable. Okay. Un- it's crazy talk. Uh, an all-sended team would be Lane Shaw, Welton, Pennington, if you could, and who else? An all-star. An all-star. An all-star. That, yeah. So that would you do you agree, Paul? That's your that's your sended team. Yeah, or a sended team could be Pennington. Yeah. I'm going to say winter again. Oh, Winshaw, if yep. you want to go 316. I have, I have a question. What a, Do you guys have an insight on Stephen Clark? Yes, I do. He Spill it. Uh, hurt his shoulder in the first practice. Don't pick him. Okay. okay. He hurt his shoulder enough to not be able to race. All right. So I, he may race this weekend, but if you hurt your shoulder enough to not even be able to race six days ago, I'm out. Uh, 100% the official goggle of Pulpamex Fantasy and premier athletes around the world. This is time for the 100% lead pipe lock of the week for 250 class. Everyone, this is your 100% lead pipe lock of the week for 250 class. Thank you for making this more formal. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try so Dirty Al doesn't get people mad at him and everything else. So, all right, Paul. Marshall Welton. Dan. Mitchell Falk. JT. Marty. Marty's mine, too. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks to Fly Racing and Ride 100%. And Pro Taper, of course, Kawasaki, Racer X brand. 450s for Dallas. Okay, so I think my lead pipe lock of the week, I think I'm already Easy, gonna... easy. Man, you're, you're, you're jumping so far ahead here because you're so excited. I just I just blows, right? At a 13? He, he's in. He's He's gotten... Fourth at a four fifty super cost. Yes, it was ten years ago, but uh give me that thirteen for Chris Blows. Yeah, everyone? No? Yeah, I, I'm I'm in I'm in on that. Paul, Dan? I don't know. Yeah, really? I okay. thought I thought you were gonna say I thought you were gonna say Osborne, so Oh. Um, oh yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean lead pipe lock of the week, like yeah. At uh, thirteen. Well, let's do that later so so dirty okay. out it doesn't get confused. Okay, all right. Well I like Blows. Uh, right now, Osborne's a two. JT pickable. What, like, what are you thinking? First race, first four fifty race ever. It's round seven already. So guys are going up to speed. Like, how is that two? I like it. I think I like it. Yeah, I like it. I don't. 
Man, my biggest I don't love it, right? What? I don't love it. Like, it's not like, like, I like Blos better than Osborne. No, I love it. I'm, okay. I'm only concerned with the last four to five minutes of the main event. If he can, because I think at the beginning he's going to be really fast. I think his speed, from everything I'm hearing, he's going to be very, very fast. So I think he's going to make some waves. My only concern is that he's doing so well that in the last few laps he tries to hang on to it and crashes or does something silly. I'm just hoping that he has the poise to understand it's his first race and he doesn't have to be a hero. Uh, he's pretty smart. He's a veteran. Yeah. So I'm hoping he gets that. But I do think he's going to be easily well within inside the top 12. So on that level, it's a pretty easy pick for me. I feel he's a sixth or seventh all day long in the main. Yeah, I'm almost scared if he gets like a top three start. Um, okay. Because I don't want him to push over the limit, and it's just hard not to in that scenario. Your yeah. first race, you get a whole shot, and I don't. That's that's dangerous for your team. I would rather him start eighth and just kind of put in a good race. <laughs> to, yep. If I'm being, you know, uh, for for the sake of my team, I, I want him just to stay healthy and get through this first one. Okay. Um, yeah, I I wanted to add to that too, but like. I think he's so I, – I agree with everything JT's saying, and I've heard and seen Zach Pride fairly recently, and he is he is good. He's going to be good, and he's in, he is in shape, and he is mature, and I think he's going to have a good debut. Um, but I think the only way I'll change is if I look – if I see the track is extremely hard-packed Dallas, which I don't know which Dallas will get. Um, but if it is a hard-packed Dallas, I might pass on him if there's other guys that are can easily – I feel comfortable putting on my team and save him for Detroit in the ruts because I'm not sh- if he if he finishes I don't I mean I think he can be anywhere from five to ten this weekend but if it's dry and slippery maybe I'll push him back a little bit and save him for Detroit because I don't think his handicap will change a ton and then I'll get a ton of points out of him out of Detroit is what I'm thinking that's my only my only strategy I gotta get eight guys in I gotta get eight guys in it's two weeks in a row I've gotten six so um. All right, Dan, what do you think, Osborne? Uh, and Blos. Blos, I, I pulled up some of Blos' results. He did get a fourth in Vegas in 2011, uh, which looks great on paper. It looks like 10, guy, 10 decent guys were already at the bar, though, from the results. So, um, His last 450 races were in 2014, and he was pretty good. He went 9, 15, 12, 10, 13 in his last five races. So I think Blos... As long as he qualifies good, I, he, you know he's in shape and everything. I think you you have to pick him. I still don't see a huge amount of points coming out of him though. But just looking at the other picks, I think you have to pick both. Uh, Osborne, I'm gonna pass on him just because I know he can't become an all-star next week, uh, just because he's so far out of points. Mm-hmm. So worst case, he does really good and he goes to say a zero or a negative handicap, negative one, negative two, depending on how good he does. So, for me, I, I'll kind of wait and see. I just, I've heard a lot about him, too, obviously. We know he's fast. All these guys are fast. I just don't know, you know, where his race pace is, and jumping into a series is really hard. So, for me, I passed on Brayton and Seeley last week. I'm going to pick them both on my team this week. Did Seeley's handicap change or no? One stayed? Yes. No. Yeah. Uh, he stayed the same. It did not yeah, stayed the same. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brighton and Seeley can't go wrong with that. Uh, we had a change in the All-Stars. Uh, Chad got in. Aaron dropped out. Aaron Plessinger dropped out. Aaron's uh, negative one. Um, what about an All-Star, Dan? Who do you like? Do you I like, like Eli. Um, coming off a bad finish, he, he's a two. I think that uh, he's still 
the fastest guy, in my opinion. So I'll pick Eli this week. That's scary, but I probably will too. Um, Dan, what about an all- or JT? What about an All Star? Yeah, I have Eli on my team, my provisional team right now. Um, I don't, I don't love it, but at a two, I mean, let's be real. He's more likely than not going to be on the podium, and then you get your twenty six out of it. If you can pick Brayton, and like Dan said, he can. Three of us can't uh, at a zero. How, how do I you feel? Oh, you can. Oh, I thought you went. Okay, so how do you feel about that, Paul? Again, I think I got to lean on the track a little bit. Like, it isn't Brayton best when it's a little rutted, or or is he like a hard pack guy? Mm, uh, he's he's good when it's rutted for sure. Uh, I, feel, I feel like he's, Brayton, he's Brayton's really good when it you start makes a big difference and it's really hard to pass, and it's the same track as last weekend. So, like, so I mean, wait. yeah, maybe I'll pick him. He needs to be good in practice again, how he was in Minneapolis. So, I mean, he went from a two to a zero. So, there's not as much value there. I just, I don't see him getting fifth again. I, I just don't. What about? Um, what I about? Think, so, so I think it'll be a six to ten finish, which is still I mean, a good point. So, yeah, maybe he should have been, he should have been seventh. Say, you know, Baggett crashed out. Eli had to come from last. Eli finished right behind him. So I agree with you, Paul. I think seven to seven to ten is where he would be. Yeah. Uh, Savachi has ruined a lot of people's fantasy games. He's hot and cold, but maybe JT. He's figured it out now. I mean, he qualified fastest. He led laps. He got fourth. He's a zero right now. I can pick him. How do you feel about Savachi at a zero? And especially given like maybe he's finally figured this out. Yeah, I mean it's it's an easy pick on paper when you look at it, but the only problem is are you going to get the the DNF Joey or are you going to get the fourth place Joey? I, I don't know. There's no way to predict that, but you know he's riding well, so sure. Yeah, if you can get someone capable of a fourth place, you know, at double points, sure. Uh, it's just risky. Go go in knowing that there's there's also a chance that he's going to get 18th because something goes wrong. But maybe maybe like this is like maybe he's he's over the hump. Do you know what I mean? But like, I mean, maybe, it doesn't even have to be his fault. You know, the bike yeah, yeah. failed at Oakland. Like things happen. You know, it just uh-huh. seems like it happens more often to him, unfortunately. Paul, how do you feel about Joey? Not as a person, Fulpamex fantasy wise. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I don't. Definitely, absolutely pickable. I think it can snowball if he continues to get starts like that. I mean, yeah. But I agree with everything JT said. It's still, I still can't put out of my mind that a, a mistake could put him on the ground and at this point he's had a fourth so in his head he's going to be working towards a podium um so i think the a, a start last week was huge and it was hard to pass on i don't know if this track will play out to be the same way um i'll try to learn that by watching practice and if it is that type of track i think he becomes more valuable because it he doesn't have to what's the, i think it's easier for him to stay in the front when it's harder to pass put it that way um. So yeah, okay. I don't know where I'm at. I, okay. I, I can't put him on my team right now, but he's definitely in, on the radar. Can I interest anybody in Justin Hill out of five? Nope. <laughs> uh, Dan. Yeah, I, I'm interested. Okay. All right, you're interested. All right. I'm interested. I, I would say don't go off qualifying because I would bet any of you a good amount of money that he qualifies top five this weekend. So I don't never get an email. I, I, and, don't go off qualifying. I would agree with you, Dan. Go ahead, JT. You ever get an email and you don't even read it? You just click, like, right-click and hit D on, you know, right, like, right-click yep. D and delete it before you even open the email? That's what I'm doing with Justin Hill interest level I right really, now. I really think he can pay <laughs> off this weekend, though. And, and that's just – I think that he's going to qualify well. 
He knows that he hasn't performed to what he needs to perform to. I really think he can come out swinging and do good. I really do. You know, you look. See, at, I think okay. I'm. Go ahead, Paul. I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm interested, but trying to plan ahead, I think I might be more interested at Detroit. Detroit looks busy to me, and Dallas might be boring and to him. I'm just trying to read read him as best I can, and that's what I get out of him. So, like when Dan says, "Don't go off qualifying," that's that's kind of like opposite in my mind because I'm thinking if he's good in qualifying, he's going to be good all day. I think the right. best he's been all year was that. Glendale and he was good at qualifying in Glendale and granted he crashed and JT had him that night and, and didn't go well but I still think that qualifying is a big indicator as do, to how he will do. Do we know if he like took the last couple of weeks and just really worked out hard? I meant don't go off qualifying Paul because his fitness is what's in question. Uh, oh yeah. Did, did, yeah. did he put a garbage bag on and go running for two weeks? <laughs> I don't think he's done anything the last two weeks because he's been healing. Right. So that'll work well. I, that's what I mean as far as <laughs> I think he qualifies great. I think the he'll be really good at this track. I just don't know what his fitness is like. Uh, I think you could easily swing for the fences, though, and go Blos and Brees. And I think they both get in. And Tyler, we didn't talk about Tyler Bowers, but his handicap stayed the same out of five. And I think, I think that pays off as well. Well, see, so. I was doing some math here. So there's 16 guys that are shoe-ins for mains, right? Um Sorry, seventeen guys: Baggett, uh, Chisholm, and Ray are all, Chisholm and Ray are locks, right? Do we all, both agree? We all agree, yeah. right? So, yeah. if you go yeah. Chisholm and Ray and Bowers being locks, everyone else being there, and then you go, so that's seventeen guys that are locks remains. That leaves five spots up. Osborne's taking one, Hill is taking one, Blos is taking one. That leaves two spots for Brees, Martinez, Champion, Gardner. Those type of guys, and that's where you – which two? Scary. Oh, oh, LeMay, sorry, LeMay. I didn't count LeMay as a shoe-in. Yeah. Uh, um, so that's the math here um, as far as that goes. And so I'm not as confident. I think I started with saying that Brees was one of the four guys getting in. Uh, maybe not. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't be so confident of Brees being one of the four guys, right? Oh, we're sure we're, – we're saying blows for sure, you think? I, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No? I think he's a for sure. I think for sure. JT? Brees, you said? No, Blos. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Blos is a lock for me. So I think he's in the main right. for sure. Okay. Yeah. So so that which two guys do you like to to get in there? And and Gardner Mart is Martinez showing up? Do we know? Um I don't know. LeMay. LeMay is one of those guys I did not count, so he's an eight. Do you like Bowers I think out of five? In for sure? I like Bowers more I think than you a, need to- more than Hill. They're I think you need to rule out Mar- Martinez. If you're considering Martinez not a lock for the main, he's a seven handicap. Don't don't look at him. Right, right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, if you're going to go go Gardner at a 12, right? Yeah, or yeah. champion at a 15. Or, yeah, I mean, I just right. see how practice goes. Look at heat races. But, yeah, that's this is going to be a tough weekend. I, right now, I, I mean, I'm thinking my team is is Seeley Osborne and, and Sabachi or Seeley Osborne and yeah. Blos maybe. Oh, Blos is on my team. My team right now is Blos, Osborne, Tomac, Savachi. JT, what's yours? My four, um, said Eli, I'm going to go Blos for sure. I, I, I can just rip the knob off on that one. I'm in on Blos. Um, I'm going to go Osborne and Seeley. I'm, I'm a little worried about Seeley because he has not had good races lately, but mm-hmm. I'm a believer in his ability. I just He's got to stay off the ground. 
Uh, I mean, he's a top 11 guy all day long su- if he doesn't crash. I'm surprised none of you guys said AP at all at a, at a minus one. Not at a minus one. Yeah, yeah, not, okay. not on a guaranteed dry track. I, okay. I don't I don't think so. All right. All right. So 100% lead pipe lock of the week. 450 class, Dallas. Here we go. Uh, mine's blows. Yep. Yep. Same JT for me. Blows. I mean, that's boring, but yeah. I, that's who I had yeah. picked. So. Paul, Dan. Um, James Weeks. I think I'm going to go Osborne. That's a boring lead pipe. That's a, that's that's not doing much there, Paul. Come on. I I think he's going to score the most points out of everyone on this list. What else is the lead pipe mean? Nope. If that's, you pick, if that's what you think, then that's that's fair. But you think he's going to score the most points? Who'd you pick out of everybody? Out of everybody on this list, Osborne, I think, will score the most points. Mm, that's a good pick. I, it's ballsy for sure. I mean, I just what's Blows going to do in the main event? Tell me. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that's that's good. I I don't know if I see that. Does Blows beat A Ray? Yes. Nope. Blows on a track that's going to be rock hard, packed like that. I'm I'm all in. Yeah, he is A-Ray's Arizona. Are we, he is Arizona guy. Fifteenth this weekend, right? What's it, what's that? Are we Paul? for sure? It's, it's hard pack. I don't think we're for I mean, sure. It's, it's going to be hard. It may be a little softer, but it's still going to be Dallas. I mean, there's no getting around yeah. that. All right. Dan, what uh, what'd you say? I was saying A-Ray's best finish was is 16th, which he got this weekend, right? Yeah. 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 I think 15th would be awesome for, for Bliss. I just don't I mean, look at how Bliss is too. riding on the 250, though. He's been really good. I, I think he comes in and it's no point. problem. I don't think any of us give Chiz enough respect, by the way. Just saying. I mean, fifteenth would be so good. With that, Baggett was out last week with the crash. I, I think fifteenth would be awesome. Yeah, A-Ray's, I think he's more. I think uh, he's more seventeenth. A Ray's a seventeenth because Baggett crashed out for sure. Um, yeah, we don't give Chiz enough respect, by the way. Yeah, but he, I, he's. I not, give Chiz plenty of respect. Well, I do too, personally, but not in this fantasy game. Like he's never a lead pipe lock. We don't talk about him. Chiz is just going to Chiz. He lowered. He's an eight handicap. Like. Chiz didn't even okay, well, fair, fair to say, though, looking back at results, has he been has he scored the most points out of anybody on the list yet? No, but he's always like a top five guy in the points. Yes, I will agree with that, right. but but he's, yeah, Chiz is going to Chiz. He's going to make the main event. Right. He's scary to pick because he's going to be slower in practice than his handicap, so you're right. thinking, oh, he's not going to hit his handicap, and he always does better in the race, so... Right. I mean, um, yeah, if you're up in the air and you don't know what to do, take take Chiz. He'll hit double for you. Okay, so we got an email, or there's a comment on uh, on, on RacerX Online on my observations column. Uh, big Ugly Maniac. Well, wait, did we get everybody's lock? Dan, uh, we didn't get Dan. I didn't Dan. pick one. I'll, I'll take, um, uh, take, I'll take Bliss. Okay. Uh, big Ugly Maniac says, I'm just going to say it, Publimex Fantasy has ruined Supercross. In the good old days, I used to watch and root for my favorite rider, Dungey, and there was more often than not, there was peace in the land and everything was great. Now I am screaming at some guy named Falk to get going and pass some old vet guy and wondering what is wrong with some <laughs> kid named Josh Cartwright and why he cannot pass some other kid named Chase Marquier. I am an emotional wreck on Saturday, all caps. Also, I am in like 3,711th place, and I evidently know nothing about Supercross. I hate it. I just hate it. I cannot turn away from it or walk away. Make Supercross great again and kill Pulpomex Fantasy and rant. So, what a great post! I love it. Hey, it's pretty crazy. On I was going to say this last week on track walk and stuff. How many riders play and they don't really talk about it much, or team members and things like that. Uh, I mean, Jordan Smith 
for instance. He was trying to sell me his team before the night show. He's like, come on, 100 bucks," And I'm, he's actually doing really well. Uh, I think he's in 53rd place. He has a fake name, uh, so people don't make fun of him for playing and things like that. Yeah, he said so, he wasn't going to play. Brian Johnson was going to make his pick. So He yeah. made his picks. He was pitted right across from us. He's like, so what do you think about, you know, he was asking me about Pennington and Austin. So he doesn't want people to know that he's playing to take away from his racing. Right. His his name on there is Don Thurman, so people think it's me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, no, it, it is. No, it, believe me, it's it's it is a little scary. At, you get uh, like the like Ryan Gold was doesn't play, but he was next to us, all of us in the press box, and he was just like, "This is awesome. You guys are losing your minds. Like this is awesome." <laughs> so, as much as people, you know, some of these riders make fun of it or whatever. A Ray, he's all about it. He loves it. He's like. He told me, I'll pick seven deuce deuce this week, he'll make it. And then he apologized after the heat. He's like, I had to pass him. And I'm like, it's good, man. Like, you know, they're into it. It's, it gives something else for us all to talk about in the pit. Well, it's- yeah. On the, on the Monday show, I said to A-Ray, like, you're, you're an ass. You should have let him in. You would have made it to the LCQ. And then JT, you did not have my back, though. JT's like, no, yeah, you needed to pass him. <laughs> like, Well, yeah. I mean, you got to do it as a racer. I don't care who it is. You're going, like, no one wants to be in the LCQ. The LCQ sucks. You don't get to rest. It's super stressful. Yeah, I'm, I mean, if you, if you want to do that for the show and say he should have, that's fine. But in reality, pfft, not even a question. <laughs> um, first lap leaders, Dan? Can I interest yeah, you? I clicked on Roxon and Forkner. Okay. Not, not bad. You, you, you have a chance of getting both of those for sure. So, Did you guys see Forkner on the start? He was working to get that whole shot, man. That guy was all in on that thing. Forkner makes me nervous. He makes me nervous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, I I have an all-star question. So, like, seriously, uh, you know, Webb, uh, Roxon, Muscan, Tomac, they're all twos. You guys picking one of those guys? Because I think I'm I'm picking Dino at a a six. Well, I looked at Barsha at a seven, too, because you know how I do it with the all-stars. But I don't know. Not all those guys are going to get 26 this weekend. That's, I think that's impossible. Um, yeah, I agree. Yep, it's impossible. It actually physically is impossible. Uh, I don't know. I just have to go. I have to go with any time I can get Eli Tomac at a two, I'm in, no matter what. I'm yeah. just going with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I we did our podcast this week, and we picked our championship guys, and I went with Tomac. I'm, I'm staying strong. You know, but I could see Webb winning this thing now with the, with the way with the way he's riding and everything else. But uh, yeah, I'll go I'll go Tomac at a two. So, all right, anything else, boys? Martin Davalos jersey. Oh yes, Marty Davalos is the jersey this week. Uh, last week was Amart, and uh, we may do a fifty dollar bet on Amart and, and Marty. Stay tuned. I'll see how I feel about that after practice or during practice. I want to bet something. I don't even care what. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Let's bet something. You love you love Amar. How's he do this weekend? Let's let's do uh, that. top five. Eight. Top five. Ooh. What about top four? I'll uh, take fifth or I'll take fifth or worse for fifty. No, I, I want top five. Oh, give me you're that. Not, you're not even that big of a believer. Sexton, in him? Had, Sexton can beat him. Should have had. You said he should have had a podium. Well, he should have won. Actually, okay, so he should have won, but yeah. you won't even give him a top four. I mean, I just said that to make Paul mad. But you what said he should have beat Cooper. I said Martin should have won, Paul. Yeah, but you oh. did say he should have gotten third. Okay. Well, he had one more lap. That's it. So he was one lap away from getting third, but you don't think he can get fourth now? Look, we're just gonna we're just gonna be consistent and take this thing the consistent way, the Tim Ferry way in '97. You can't win a title by getting sixth, fifth. Timmy did. 
Um, Timmy got second every No, weekend. Timmy got a lot of seconds that year. I know. Uh, no, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, 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 we'll do something. Um, all right, everybody. It's been the uh, Pulp Mex Fantasy Podcast presented by Fly, Pro Taper, Ride100%.com. Thanks to the folks at Racer X brand. Thanks to Kawasaki as well for making it happen. Dirty Al Green, you have our 100% lead pipe blocks a week. If someone can find Paul saying that James Weeks was yeah. was his lead pipe block, we would like to see that. So I need some audio. Prove me wrong. <laughs> I'm okay to be wrong, but I just don't see it. People asking we ship prizes out. We're all up to date. Well, people that have sent us their addresses yeah. are up to date on prizes. We people should check be. Check your email. Yeah, we, check your email. We emailed e- you for dr- addresses. Yeah, check your email, people, because I got some people that never replied back to me either. I'm in charge of some of the prizes. So, yeah, please check your emails. Uh, we didn't send out for Minneapolis yet, but uh, we're working on that. And, uh, yeah, thanks for playing, everybody, including the big, ugly maniac guy. Thanks for that rant. Really appreciate it. So, uh, all right, Paul Barabinos, Jason Thomas, Dan Truman. Thanks, boys. Thank you. Thank you. See ya.